Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Only last week we were telling you about a worrying downward trend in Irish manufacturing. Today we bring much better news this time in the services sector, which is the largest component of the Irish economy. Oliver Mangan is the AIB Chief Economist and compiles the PMI for them every month. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Joe. So the services sector has risen for the 27th straight month. That's correct. And what we saw, this is a report for May, and for the last four months, we've had very, very strong readings in the services sector. Uh, you know, big increases in new business, new orders, particularly from abroad. Uh, very strong demand conditions in the sector, both here and abroad, driving that. Uh, and as a result, the sector is performing very, very strongly. Big rises in employment. Uh, in fact, issues in terms of report, sourcing staff reports in the survey, backlogs of work arising as a result of that. And also, you know, growing optimism on the outlook for the next 12 months. Uh, confidence was at a second, second highest level since February 2022. So the, the other notable aspect of the survey covers four subsectors, and in all four subsectors, uh, there was very strong increases in activity, very strong increases in new business, rising optimism. So overall, a uh, very, very strong survey for the sector. Yeah, it's incredible the difference uh, that nine months can make, because in the autumn last year, you'll recall, with soaring inflation and energy price shock, there was genuine worries that we could be headed into recession. And here we are nine months later. I see that exports were a key driver for the services sector. Yeah. Now, you mentioned manufacturing and uh, the Irish data reflected global trend where manufacturing has been very weak since last summer, both here and in all the major economies. And elsewhere uh, in the services sector, activity has been very strong. And if I was talking to you six, nine months ago, the concern was we'd have a global recession at this stage. But the services sector, both here and abroad, has been very, very strong over the winter uh, and right now to spring and early summer. Now, that may be helped by the fall in headline inflation, uh, easing energy costs uh, at high levels of savings within most economies as well. But overall, both here and abroad, uh, activity is very strong. We've seen a marked pickup, actually. The, the one sector that was very weak was the tourism, travel, leisure sector uh, in the second half of last year and start this year. That's rebounded very, very strongly. And I suppose it ties in with airlines reporting very, very strong travel numbers in, in recent months. So overall, services here and abroad uh, you know, growing very rapidly. Yes, and indeed, anyone who is booking flights for their summer holidays will have noticed a huge spike in the cost of booking those flights. So somebody's making uh, making out as oil prices and wholesale oil prices are going down. Um, in terms of exports, I suppose uh, Irish exports are, exporters are only as good as the customers willing to buy their products overseas. It looks as if there is robust international demand. There is for services, um, you know, the, the growth in, well, take the UK economy. I mean, we all expected six months ago that the UK had been in recession by the stage, but actually consumer spending is holding up better than anticipated in all economies, and that's translated in, in these data here. Uh, now, you mentioned rising prices there. Um, in the services sector, they continue to rise, but the pace of growth in prices has slowed. Uh, both the input costs reflecting uh, lower energy costs but also prices have been charged, but it still remains quite elevated. Um, and we've seen that in the CPI data released here uh, last week and indeed in the Eurozone. Inflation is coming down, 
but the core inflation rate uh, remains fairly elevated. Uh, you know, in the eurozone, particularly the services side, we, we're not really seeing a marked decline there, and that just reflects those very, very strong demand conditions, uh, pressures in terms of trying to recruit staff, capacity uh, constraints in these sectors as well, in, ter- in terms of trying to meet the, the strong growth in orders. So. It's not surprising that you know, Madame Lagarde, the head of the ECB, says we still are not seeing concrete evidence of, of falling core inflation. And service, certainly services sector inflation, it may be off its peak, but it remains very high and well above the 2% target that central banks have in mind. Uh, and wage price pressure is is noticeable. It is. They called that out in the survey and they called it out last month in terms of maybe energy costs are coming down, but uh, difficulties in terms of, of finding staff, difficulties in recruiting, putting upper pressure on wages. So that is a big concern for central banks, and that's why they're continuing to increase interest rates. So tight labor markets, we saw it again on Friday, a very strong employment report out of the U.S. for May, uh, a big increase in the numbers of work. Unemployment, we, we had the data here last week, unemployment is an all-time low in Ireland, um, 3.9, sorry, 3.8% in May. And that is a similar story we see in the UK, we're seeing in the Eurozone, we're seeing in the US. So when you have strong demand conditions, uh, a very tight labour market, firms' difficulties either finding staff or holding on to staff, it is resulting in uh, a pick-up in uh, wage inflation. Uh, and against that backdrop, uh, central banks have continued to increase interest rates. So we have a number of meetings coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, the ECB, the Federal Reserve, the Bank of England... And it's certainly likely that the ECB and the Bank of England will increase rates further. The Fed, the US, US Federal Reserve, might as well say, not pause, maybe skip, but if they don't increase rates in June, it's fully expected they'll increase rates again in July. Just reflecting the strength of economic activity, despite all we've seen in the last 12 months of higher interest rates, higher inflation, economies are proving more resilient than had been anticipated. The services sector in particular remains very, very strong. Uh, and as a result, you know, rates are going to you know much higher levels than we would have thought uh, six, twelve months ago. Now, listeners to this program will, will be forgiven for being a little bit confused when they heard the report at the end of last week, which suggested the Irish economy was shrinking in in technical terms. They would uh, now in that report. These the surveys we have here are for the manufacturing services sector, uh, and the manufacturing side has been weak. There's been contracting output in the manufacturing sector uh, over the last four to six months, both here and abroad. And what came through in that report in the Irish economy was the manufacturing sector contracted. Uh, but as you mentioned, the services sector is the dominant sector within the economy. So manufacturing is about 12% of the economy, construction, and then you have the services. Service absolutely dominates in terms of activity. So there was a big fall in manufacturing. It was associated with the activities of some um, high-tech companies in some of those sectors. Now, it was coming off a very, very high level. But when you, when you look at all the services sectors, they continue to grow very strongly. So is that decline in manufacturing, and there was a big decline that, that resulted in that fall in GDP. But if you looked at the domestic economy, uh, you know, the modified domestic demand where they try and strip out the multinational sector, that actually continued to grow strongly. So that fall in Irish output was uh, manufacturing-specific to a limited number of companies. It may actually be called maybe due to foreign contract manufacturing where they actually subcontract this work out to overseas locations. It, it, it really hasn't impacted in terms of the levels of activity within the economy in terms of rising employment, rising income, rising tax receipts. 
So the economy remains robust. But as I say, it may be confusing for people to see a negative headline GDP figure. I would say it's coming off very high levels. It was straight to the manufacturing sector. The rest of the economy performed very, very strongly. All right. Oliver, thank you so much for joining us. That's Oliver Mangan, the Chief Economist with AIB. Back in a moment. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.